0: Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. We know a lot about Jesus, don't we? There is much about Him that's familiar to us. Yet, there's something about Jesus that just seems beyond our ability to understand. I don't think we grasp the magnitude of his glory. Today on Drawing Near, we are exposed to truths about Jesus. Yet these truths are difficult to appreciate. Let's open our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 1 and study, Christ, the appointed heir. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, We come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the name which is above every name, the name before whom all knees will bow of things in heaven, of things on earth, of things under the earth. He is Lord. Father, we thank you for the truths that we learn about Jesus. But he's not just a subject to be studied, he's a master, a Lord, a King to be served. Help us, Father, to grow in our ability to understand and appreciate more about Jesus so that we might humble ourselves more, appreciate him more, and serve him more. Guide us in our study. Guide us into worship. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Let's begin our study by looking at Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. God, who at various times and in various ways spoken time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom he made the worlds. And so we've already looked at how God has spoken and how God speaks. In verse 2, we've already focused on that God has spoken in these last days by his Son. The rest of verse 2 on down through verse 4 in reality, through the rest of the chapter, we are learning things about Jesus. Now, when the writer of Hebrews was writing to the Hebrew Christians, there's no doubt that they knew much of what he was writing. These letters weren't just simply communication. They were instruction, and they were designed to help ground the faith, give it a firm foundation. And that's what it does for us. That's why this is so important to us. And so we're told in verse 2 that God has spoken to us by his son in these last days. And then there comes a description of the son of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the son whom he, God, has appointed heir of all things. We understand some things about being an heir, we understand things about having an inheritance. We learn about it in church how we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. God has made an appointment. That's an important phrase. God has made a determination. He appointed Jesus heir of all things. I think there's a lot in this. Satan is the prince of this world. He has authority here on earth until Jesus Christ usurps him. He offered Jesus kingdoms and power and all kinds of things during the 40-day fast that Jesus had before entering into his public ministry. He has this power and authority. Now, it's a power and authority that God the Father has given to him. But Jesus is the heir of all things. The earth, all of creation, all power and honor and glory belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. And we can look in the book of Revelation in the first five chapters and see that the reason why all of this is true, one, God has appointed it, but Jesus has been victorious over sin, death, and the grave. Jesus has humbled himself and become obedient unto death even the death of the cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him. We know these things from Scripture. Jesus is God's only begotten Son, born of the Virgin Mary, with God as his Father. Because of that, he was able to walk sinlessly on this earth. He was tempted because there were parts of him that had come from Adam, the sinner, and yet he was able to resist that temptation because he was God, both God and man. And God has appointed him heir of all things. When we trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, we trust in the Savior. We accept his atonement for our sins. We become his servants. But we need to understand he is more than a Savior. He is a Savior, and that's huge. But he's more than a Savior. He's the Son of God. We learn in the next phrase in verse 2, through whom also he made the world's. Jesus existed before his birth in Bethlehem. There is a pre-incarnate aspect to Jesus. In other words, before he became flesh, he still existed. Jesus was not a created being. He is a creator. God created the worlds. God created the universe. God created everything through Jesus Christ. My understanding of this is, God said, let there be light, and Jesus brought light into existence. Jesus, the Lord Jesus, God Jesus, works with God the Father to bring about creation. The Holy Spirit has an aspect in this as well. We see the Holy Spirit hovering over the surface of the deep in Genesis chapter 1. These things are amazing. The complexity of the working of God needs to not be underestimated. It's a struggle for me sometimes to listen to writers and preachers and teachers I struggle about this concerning my own beliefs or my own teachings. We want to put God in a box. We want to manage God, not control him, but manage who God is. We are the ones who define him. We are the ones who tell everybody exactly. And God is more than we can conceive. God is more than we can explain. We do not have adjectives accurate enough to explain God. We can't comprehend his workings. They're mysterious. They're as high as the heavens are above us. They're beyond our grasp and understanding. And this is true about the Lord Jesus Christ. To begin to try to understand how the Lord Jesus Christ existed with God from eternity past, made the worlds, and then was born into the world as a human being, as a God-man, that's beyond our comprehension because there's no one like him. And God has appointed him heir of all things. We're told in the New Testament, God has put everything under his authority. Jesus says, All authority has been given unto me in heaven and on earth. We're taught that throughout the New Testament. And it's through Jesus that the worlds came to be. He is the Lord of all, he created it, he is the Lord of it. And so when sinners reject Jesus Christ, they're rejecting the Lord, they're rejecting their Lord their creator. They're rejecting their judge. How foolish does that sound? As we go forward in this passage, we're going to see so much more about Jesus, and we need to be prepared to be in awe. I think we should be meditating over the next few days, over verses 1 through 4 of this passage, even further, letting it soak in, like soaking into a sponge. We are dry and crusty, And let the truth of God saturate us, envelop us. We need to bathe in these things. These are the truths that God has made known about himself and about Jesus. This is what God has spoken. He has spoken about himself. He wants us to know him. He wants to be with us. We're told in Revelation that at the end of things, God himself will dwell with his people. He will be with us. Let's worship him. Let's praise him. Let's be thankful to him. But we can grow in all of these areas, praise and worship and thankfulness, by knowing him better. Let us study. Let us meditate, even memorize, that these things can saturate our hearts and lives. Praise God who has spoken to us. And praise the Lord that he has spoken to us by his Son, the Son who is God in the flesh. Father in heaven, thank you. I seem to say that every day, don't I? I don't say it lightly. At least I don't think I do. Thank you. We, I am not worthy of this level of revelation. We are not owed this. It's only by your grace. It's only by your mercy that we exist. We are sinners. We have walked away from you. And yet you have sought us and bought us with the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you. Help us to walk in this knowledge today. Help us to be stimulated to study, to read, to think, to bathe in these truths. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.